Arizona Sports. Sports. The local sports sports leader. Burns and Gambo. The 4 o'clock reset. Brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing. Proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals. 4 o'clock reset. Right, after speculation started earlier in the week, the Suns officially ruled out Kevin Durant for tomorrow's game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Campaign is listed as questionable, and Landry Shamit remains out. Suns president of basketball operations and GM James Jones joined Bickley and Murata today on Newsmakers Week to discuss the relationship that he has with new owner Matt Ishbia. I love Matt. Matt's funny. He's pure energy, but he's pure basketball. And it's rare you get a chance to work with an owner who actually played the game and understands exactly where you're coming from and understands the team's dynamic. You know, change is something that's constant in this business. He's come in with a renewed energy saying, look, we need to continue to change and push forward. And change is good. Uh, there you go, Howard. I mean, James Jones. Good. I like him. He's funny. He's got new energy. And yeah. change, change is good. And, yeah, listen, he's come in. And, obviously, he's you know he's got uh, some financial backing. And, and they, uh, he okayed the Kevin Durant trade. So you can tell that this guy, you know, right now, very energetic about trying to win for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, it's been a breath of fresh air, obviously. And just the, just the whole aspect of being able to get the wholesale done in time for that trade to happen. If that hadn't, if he hadn't been approved at the, in the timing that he was, we'd be all looking at the same Suns team right now that it was before that trade. So it's it, it's gonna it's gonna be a fascinating fascinating journey from here on. All right, the Cardinals introduced their new offensive coordinator uh, Drew Petzing earlier today, and he is ready to put his own stamp on this offense. It's exciting. It's something you certainly dream about. Something you know I can remember even when we were assistants back in Minnesota talking about hey if we had the chance to do it we do this or that and you know I think I've been very fortunate enough to be around some great people that have helped me grow in my career um, and that answer and my goal in doing that has changed every year and every time I've met somebody new um, so it's certainly a dream come true in a lot of ways and it's going to continue to uh, to be that way as we put the staff together and I lean on those guys to help me do that. Alright, as a, uh, a first time play caller, offensive coordinator, first time was the quarterbacks coach but comes here and obviously the relationship with Gannon this was the guy that I think he had targeted right from the get-go. A lot of us believed that he was going to be the offensive coordinator, but he's got his work cut out for him because this offense, especially on that offensive line, is a lot of yep. holes to fix. Yeah, there definitely are, and there's work to be done on the line and a lot of other spots, obviously. And as, as and as Petzing said, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of other coaches are going to be involved in putting this offense together. We know some of the names now, don't know all of them, but within the next week or so, we'll know this whole staff and, and see how it all, all the pieces start coming together. Right, Bickley and Murata had the Cardinals owner, Michael Bidwell, and the GM, Mondi Ossenford, on this morning as part of Newsmakers Week. And we'll react to all that Michael had to say later in the show. But here's Monty Ossenford, the new GM, talking about the advantages last season uh, and what he can give his team going forward. Yeah, I had a great talk with D-Hop a couple weeks ago. It was great. You know, I just kind of explained to him what, what my philosophy was, kind of the same things that I've told you. Uh, it was a great conversation. Um, you know, again, like D Hop's been a great player in this league for a long time. Uh, I'm excited to work with him. And, you know, I think any roster decisions of that we're in the very early stages right now. Yeah, early stages, but like you mentioned, right? You got three weeks before the new yep. league year starts. This draft is going to be here before you know it. 
and the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, if they are going to trade DeAndre Hopkins, you would expect that it would be for a draft pick this year. You would be, you would love to have two seconds and two thirds and a first to start to redo this roster. So I think if somebody came calling and was willing to give up a second, I think it's something you absolutely have to listen to. Yeah, they they would definitely have to listen to it. What will the market be for a guy who's going to be thirty one and coming off a couple of injuries? Obviously, he's a great player, but all those things enter into it. And if you do entertain notions of keeping him, then you've got to deal with the contract because he has a big, big number against the cap, and you, it's pro- that's probably going to be tough to withstand. So you'd probably have to do a restructuring and add some years to it if you want to keep him. So obviously, that that money will count on the cap on March fifteenth when the new league year begins. So anything that ha- anything that will happen has to happen by then. All right, Michael Bidwell also joined the Dave Pash podcast to give updates on the two quarterback injuries. First up, Kyler Murray. Ahead of schedule, and he is in here every day. It's been great being able to stop by and see him, and he's fired up, and I know that he and JG have already kicked off a great relationship. I think it's awesome that he's here rehab, and I think this is what they wanted, and not have him in Dallas, but have him here and put him in a position to be around the facility and the coaches and everything, so I think that's a that's a good start for Kyler Murray with the new coaching staff. Yeah, and apparently Kyler was challenging into a one-on-one basketball game, which I don't think would be very smart at this point, certainly, but yes, he, he is looking good, and it still is early. I think we have to tap the brakes a little bit. It's only a couple months into the surgery, and a lot of times you can make some good progress early. Sometimes the progress starts slowing down near the end of it all, and that's, that's going to be the real key. So bottom line is you have to be very, very smart uh, with him, and I'm surely the doctors are going are gonna, to you know, are going to do that with Kyler Murray. So my son, who's a baseball player, but he's, you know, he's, a, he's an athlete, and he's like 5'10 now, and he'll be 14 in a couple of days. He was, we, went to the, we went to the basketball court the other day. He goes, I'll play you one-on-one. I'm like, all right, all right, I'll play you one-on-one. So I played him one-on-one, and I beat him. I beat him. And I said, this is the last time we play one-on-one. He goes, why? He goes, because I want to I go, I end up winning. No, because in the next <laughs> couple of months, you're going to be like 6'2", you're going to be kicking my ass. So I, I, I told him, that was the last time I'm playing him one-on-one. I'm going to retire undefeated where he's never, where he's, uh, he's never beaten me. That's the way to go out. No, definitely the way to go out. I, I assume you were just draining shots. Was that was that the key no, to Gambo no, jumper? No, I just kind of, you know, I, I, I don't have a jump shot. Um, us, us Italian guys are not good at basketball. <laughs> I could drive and use my strength to get to get to the basket on him. So I just used my strength over him to get to the basket. He blocked like four of my shots because he's long. You know, he's he's, he's getting tall and long. Uh, but I but I said, because he said, I'll play you one-on-one. I'm like, all right, I'll play you one-on-one. But uh, after I beat him, I'm like, that's it. I'm retired. And you'll never play me one on one again because I don't want to get to the point where he starts killing me because then I'll get pissed off. Yeah, smart yeah. move. Yeah, smart move. All right, let's uh, let's hear from Michael talking about the backup Colt McCoy, who Michael talked about recovering from an injury. He's going to limit him during the off season. We're going to definitely need a, a quarterback that can help us out during the uh, the OTAs and everything. And we can't put it all on on Colt when he comes back. But I know Colt Colt can still play. I know he feels he can still play, and he's 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 uh, he's He's still got a lot of gas left in the tank, and I've got a lot of confidence in it. All right. I mean, I, I they're going to have to get a quarterback. I like Jacoby Brissett. I know you like that name, too. I think he'd be a perfect guy if you had to have him come in and play four or five or six games as the starter. 
Yeah, I, and a lot, of, a lot of the talk before uh, the, the, the the Cardinals hired Drew Petzing was perhaps Gardner Minshew, who was with the Eagles. So that's a name that uh, certainly is a, is, a, is, a, is a possibility. I'm sure they're going to look at a lot of different uh, guys, and we'll have to see exactly what McCoy will miss because um, Michael Bidwell said that, and then today it was mentioned that it was just a minor procedure, and they think they'll have him for the spring because let's remember, I mean, OTAs don't begin until the end of May, and so although there will be an early new, new coaches can have an early mini camp, which is usually uh, prior to the draft, but not a whole lot happens then. It's more just getting a look at the guys on the field. So there, there's there's going to be some additions, and we'll see from the guys who ended the season with this team how many of them are still around. Uh, the Cardinals reportedly added two names to the coaching staff. Former ASU defensive line coach Robert Rodriguez is staying in the state and becoming the Cardinals outside linebacker coach and Vikings assistant linebacker coach Sam Seifkiss as their linebacker coach. We had two other big names on Newsmakers Week this morning. Tori Lavello discussed what they're doing to fix the bullpen. Brent Strom, who's an architect of what we're doing here from a pitching standpoint, said we need more power. So if you come out here, there are balls whizzing by at 95, 100 miles an hour. It's impressive. So we've got a lot of power. And that was his request, and he's going to go to work with what he has. And Jerry Colangelo discussed what a ring would mean for him. How could it not mean everything? Mm-hmm. You know, especially since I came here and, and started the franchise, and it's the old common thing I say, it's my baby in the sense that I gave birth to him. And so when you go through all the pains mm-hmm. and, you know, <laughs> adolescent years and, and you know, the wins, the losses, mm-hmm. and you, you learn and blah, 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 um, you know, I hope the stars are aligned this time. That's the real That's the real key. All right, we're going to finish this up at NFL News. Sean Payton and the Broncos are hiring former Cardinals D.C. and former Broncos head coach Van Joseph to be their defensive coordinator. And the Rams and nine-time All-Pro linebacker Bobby Wagner mutually agreed Thursday to part ways. That did not last long. The Rams need more cap space and Wagner wants to win. He will now be a notable part of this year's free aging class.